The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone. And first and foremost, thank you for being an intentional spirit. Intentional spirits like you and like me, uh, we continue to learn. We continue to grow our awareness and deepen our our connection. More importantly, we grow beyond just using our heads and cliches and bumper sticker truths. And we really offer on this show tools that will support you in moving from knowing to showing to growing some of the things that you are integrating within your being. I'm so thrilled today that we have a well-known radio host out of Santa Barbara, California. She has been on uh, Iyanla, Ricky Lake show, TED Talks. I mean, she she has a great book, uh, Infinite New, A Journey to Your Greater Self and Beyond. She is a psychic and probably knew years ago that I was going to be doing this show and that she would be a guest. Hello, Pamela. (laughs) I love that yellow sense of humor in you. And by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to be on the, uh, I was just on the view, but I'm going to be on the Dr. Oz show on July 21st. Oh, that is so great. So great. We need more and more people like you known, you know, in the, uh, celebrity world we we need other doors you know and i know that that you feel because i had the good grace and pleasure of being on your show you you feel like i do that we often you know talk to the choir but we're much more interested in reaching um and changing the world by reaching people whose world isn't changing and i love the work that that you are doing but before we get um started how did you um, how would you say, did you have a defining moment? Did you have an epiphany? Did you, did you um, enter out of darkness through a really hard time? How did you discover your innate um, creator God-given talents as a psychic and as a, a person that can offer change to other people? 
Well, I think I've had an, a, a series of um, life-changing moments. It's like each time it changed my path each time. So, yeah, you know, my childhood, without complaining because I'm over it, everything's fine, my childhood was pretty tumultuous, um, pretty challenging. I think I spent the first 30 years of my life going in, and, and I'm only 26 now, the first 30 years of my life going in and out of depression or anxiety or stress or whatever. So. You know, I, I have a lot of compassion now for people that struggle through that because I've been there. I know what that feels like. Um, and, you know, always trying to find my way and learn new things. But simultaneously, I've always been a curious soul or a person that always wanted to see who we are and what we're capable of, always searching for the truth. I think you and I are alike on that one. It's like, what's the truth? Who are we really? What What are we capable of doing? So... I graduated from a, a Christian college. You know, I've, I've researched all kinds of different spiritual paths and, you know, finding different teachers that, you know, I liked their books, I liked what they spoke. So it was kind of a series of things that helped me get out of, uh, I don't know, feeling lost or unloved or depressed. It was like hearing different speakers and resonating with what they were saying that it felt something was true deep inside um, and this defining moment of how I became psychic or how I opened up our nat- my natural uh, psychic abilities, which I honestly believe we all have, just different degrees of it. Some people are better than others, but we all have intuition. We all have those moments. I went to hear a psychic speak with a bunch of friends and into a room with a lot of people I didn't know, and he was a British shaman from, yeah, from England, British and from England, that's good. Well, I guess you could be British and from India or Africa or something. Anyway, I walked into the room and he pulled me out in front of the group that night and said, you know how to do this work too. I want you to start telling people what you see about him, which totally freaked me out now. And he said, well, you know, you've been asking to go to the next level, which he was right. But I'm always doing that. It's like, okay, what else? What else can we do? What other? Can- I love freedom. I love being able to push the boundaries and go outside the boundaries. I don't like being confined. So he said, well, you've been asking to go to a new level, the next level, and this is it. So Temple, I actually got thrown in the deep end of the water that night. <clears throat> and I was up in front of the group and had to go past any kind of fear that I wasn't going to do it right or that I would humiliate myself or... You know, just the old fear of like, what if I'm wrong? What if I, what if people laugh at me? But I found that I was sensing really unusual things about people. Like, for example, I knew one woman was pregnant. She didn't even know she was pregnant. I actually saw the spirit of a little girl standing next to her. So she, you know, later she went to the doctor, found out she was in fact pregnant. She did end up having a little girl. So that began my journey. And I, I was frightened the whole time, not of doing it. I wasn't frightened of doing it. I was frightened of being wrong. I was frightened of making a fool out of myself or having people not like me for what I was doing. So that has been years and years of trying to get over that. You know, it's like the people pleaser. I I know a lot of us have that, right, Temple? We're afraid of not being loved until you finally get who you are. When I realize now that I just show up, I do the best I can, I know my intentions are to help people, and to help them be happy and fulfilled and feel supported and feel loved and feel like they matter. So I always use that as an intention to just show up. Well, after that first night of doing that, word spread through my friends that I had that experience that night. So, of course, they were all, wait, do me, do me. What do you see for me? What do you see for me? It was very funny. I'm like, well, but I I already know you. So that was even challenging because I had to get past 
had to get information that was past what I already knew about them. I found mm-hmm. it was successful, and then all of a sudden all their friends wanted to have readings, so it kind of just snowballed. And then within a year of doing that, starting out like that, and each time someone came to me, I, had, I was in fear that I wouldn't get anything, uh, it wouldn't work the next time, but it always did. It was amazing, but I always asked, always asked, please, somebody, you know, talk to me, give me the information that's going to help this person. What is the highest information that I can pass on to this person? So I'd always ask, and I, they never let me down, whoever they, higher self, God, source, whatever it was, wherever I was getting the information, because I always asked for the highest. So anyway, within a year, oh, good, now we've got some noise out there. I've got a nice little rescue helicopter going over my place. Anyway, um, within a year of doing that, I met a woman who could see auras, and I was so fascinated by her work. I would bring her from San Diego up to Santa Barbara, where I am, to start doing little courses where they could, she could tell people what she saw about them with their aura. And I found out that it was matching with what I was picking up psychically about people. So I went, oh, that's a blue. Oh, that's a violet. That's a green. Okay, I get it because it matched the information I was picking up that there seemed to be themes with people's personalities I was getting over that year. So with, uh, in about a year of meeting her, I developed the ability to see and sense the energy field or the aura myself and just took off with that. But I, I like to be more adventurous. You know, some people I know that everybody's different. Some people are afraid to, to expand that. But aren't you noticing, Temple, that more and more people are wanting bigger answers now? They're wanting more. They're wanting to research more. Like, what else is out there? How can we change life? Have you experienced that too? Oh, totally. I, I think that, um, you know, we're at a place that, that people are really craving um, true sacred healers. You know, people that have actually had experiences are on the other side, hopefully, of a lot of those experiences and offer, you know, the depth of conversation and their storytelling um, rather than just, you know, cliches and bumper sticker truths and, you know, five steps in order to, to be positive. I, I think that, you know, we're at a place that we've really shifted. You know, it, it's like I talked about on Sunday that, you know, for unity as a leader, it's not easy for me to talk about a lot of things on Memorial Day because I am a person that I, I want to see a world, you know, that doesn't have war. Uh, but that peace could be from collaboration and conversation. But at the same time, because I do want that, it's not fair that I'm projected as someone that's discounting um, the people that are serving in the military. I, I was one of those people. But I think that we get too into, we still live in an energy often that we forget the world is round, there are no sides. There's not one way or the other way. There's only my way and the highway and the highway of our own consciousness. And and so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. But I think that it's important that we're willing to share ourselves, download our raw data, things that are heavy on our heart. Because Memorial Day is hard for me because I want I want peace in the world. But I can say that at the same time, still honor, you know, all the people that have been in war and know that they want peace, too. <laughs> I mean, and, and I think when we get into, well, it's okay to think this way and not okay to think that way, and I dare you, that's uh, discounting to our country to say that, you know, 
you really want peace. And what about our soldiers? It's like nobody said anything about that. You know what I mean? So I think when we'll just kind of live out loud, which is what you're doing, um, which is what I admire about you so much, is you're you're not thinking about what you're saying. You're just kind of, you know, you're just going with the spirit of who you are. And the world is longing for more of that, you know, of people that are really willing to show their true colors out loud. And it, it, it always helps people go, wow, I've been having this kind of thing myself. I've been, you know, because they're willing to go a deeper level than other just one more head conversation about do your gratitude less journal and life will be great. Well, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> How's it been working right. so far, right? Right. Well, I, I, I don't want people to be like me. You know, I'm having a hard enough time being myself. No, it's like, don't follow me. No, I really support people being authentically themselves. And exactly. so what we're doing is showing people what's possible, but I'm on my path, not theirs. No, and exactly. we, I believe we all came here um, to have certain experiences and learn whatever we're going to learn or, you know, love however we're going to love. But I really encourage people to live authentically themselves. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt about it. And um, it's so imperative. I mean, it's the only way that will work. It, we, we cannot hide from ourselves. And I, I think that people like you and me and our generation, when we realized early on that we had gifts and talents and you know, I'm like you. I mean, my parents didn't recognize my gifts and talents and say, oh, girl, let's get you in the mystery school. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I was weird. I was just weird. And people thought I'm weird. You know what? I still am. But now I just I do it out loud. And but many of us were in that kind of place where we held back because of uh, just all the energy around us uh, early on in our lives. And it it's so freeing. I think that's a great message that you and I have to share. It's so much work not being yourself. It's so hard. It's so difficult, you know? <laughs> well, and one of the most loving things I believe that we can do, you know, we've all been taught, hold yourself back, don't upset other people, sacrifice, martyr, you know, the world, you know, you can be a victim. It's, I think, the most loving thing that people can do is authentically be themselves, let their own light shine, and be happy. It's, I feel like a lot of the struggle on the planet has to do with people not being happy. And so then they, they feel so frustrated and unfulfilled with their own lives that they either want to change everybody else and make them fit their mold or you know, suppress everybody else because they feel suppressed or they're hurt and angry that they don't get to have their own freedom and be who they are, that they take it out on other people. I see that people that are happy and fulfilled are some of the most loving people, not selfish, loving people on the planet. And then their cup can flow over and pass that love and grace and, and freedom onto other people. So that's what I feel is your, the greatest gift to the planet is to be authentically yourself. Let, allow yourself to be happy and fulfilled. You have so much more to give that way. Absolutely. Um, no doubt about it. I'm talking today with uh, Pamela Osi, and you can go to her website. It's lifecolorscity.com, lifecolorscity.com. Um, Pamela is a psychic. She is an author. Um, she supports so many people in discovering a deepening within their spirituality. Um, she does coaching and offers advice. 
And we're looking forward to seeing her on Dr. Oz. And you will be on Dr. Oz. What is the date, Pamela? July 21st. July 21st. And I I just want to say that I've been holding all of you in prayer in Santa Barbara there. I was just uh, there in April. So I've been um, holding in in consciousness, uh, you know, all of you and and feeling some of the sadness around what's happened there at the college. So just wanted to put that out there. And um, just know that we're uh, sending love and light your direction. I'm Temple Hayes, and you're listening today to our show, The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, How to See and Be into a New Paradigm of Who You Are and Living Your Life Authentically. We offer you various tools. If you like what you're hearing today, you can go to our website, communitycampus.org, and you can listen to a lot of the podcasts and videos that we've had to offer tools for a, a better living. And, uh, and the energy around that. And we thank all of you for your support, your ongoing support and contributions that you offer Unity Online Radio, truly a great voice for an awakening world. We'll be right back with Pamela Olsey right after this short break. Thank you for being with us. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. What if you could improve your health one decision at a time? Take that first step and join us each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central and learn from experts in integrative medicine. Awaken to Your Best Health is committed to supporting your personal health through cutting-edge research, education, and practical tips that you can put into place immediately. Make that decision for yourself by saying yes to health. The base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. So welcome back, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to us today. Uh, we're talking with um, Pamela Olsey, and she is a renowned author and psychic, um, a telepathic. She is uh, featured all over. She's been on The View, and soon she'll be on Dr. Oz. Be sure and check her out on uh, July the 12th, you said, right, Pamela? July 21st. I want to put that number backwards. Well, that's going to help people remember it every even better. July the 21st. <laughs> Stay tuned. So anyway, um, it's a pleasure to have you. And let's talk a little bit about uh, how you feel uh, people come in and um, their patterns. And um, I know that we feel very similar about that kind of thing um, and your colors and, and things like that. We might even get a little playful and, Maybe you can do mine. So uh, talk yeah. to us. Tell us about the plan of, of life. What's, what, do you, what do you feel from your experience and people you've seen and been coaching for all these years? Okay. Yes, I've been doing this work for 30 years now. My goodness. Anyway, 30 years. And what I've noticed is people have, well, people have energy fields around them. They have auras. We're broadcasting who we are all the time. And we all feel that, even if people say they don't know how to see auras, we all feel them, energy fields, auras. Um, and the way that I know this is because we've all been around people that instantly we feel comfortable with them. We like being near them. You know, it's fine. And there are other people we just don't like being around. We, you know, even if you just meet them, there's something uncomfortable about them. You don't want to stand near them. You're feeling their energy. You're feeling their aura. And in my experience, and a lot of other people are seeing similar things, or some of them the exact same thing, some of them a little bit different, but... In my experience, people's aura colors, the colors that are the closest to your body, lots of us have, most people have lots of different bands of color in their aura. And the outer bands change all the time according to what's going on with you at the time. Uh, You know, one day it could be red, the next day it's blue. But your life colors, those are the colors, the one or two bands that are closest to your body, that encircle your entire body. Those colors reveal who you are. They show your personality. They show what I call the theme that you've chosen for this lifetime, um, how you are and what you need in relationships, the careers that you're going to be the most fulfilled with, how you handle and perceive money, um, children, uh, health issues are even revealed. You know, the potential health issues that you have are shown in those one or two bands of color. So, um, what I like, it doesn't limit somebody. It doesn't box them in. It doesn't say, well, you have to, you know, because you have blue in your aura, you, you know, you have to be this way. It's not that they control you just the same way I believe that astrology doesn't control you. It reveals what you're choosing. It reveals what you've chosen before you even came here. So the reason I discuss the different aura colors is to help people feel validated in who they are because there are so many people out there, temples, that are in unhappy relationships, they're in unhappy careers and jobs, they're having health issues, and once they understand what their original intention was for coming to the planet, and they can live, watch this phrase, they can live their true colors, which is what you said earlier, people are a lot happier. So 
It helps people understand who they really are, validate what they've probably been feeling about themselves their whole lives, gives them permission finally to be who they really are, not what they think others expect of them or how they think that their parents, you know, or authority figures think they should be. They can really start shining and being who they are. And it also helps us understand each other and allow others to be who they are if they have different aura colors. So, yes, I can use you as an example, but just so you know, I see, oh, my gosh, we just have a bevy of sounds out here today. Now you've got crows talking to you outside. <laughs> I love it. They're joining in. I love um, it. Yeah, I, and the birds are like, up. yeah, they are. It's like, why? What's going on over here? This is fun. So anyway, <laughs> I see, personally, I see 14 different aura colors. And there are the physical colors. Those are the people that process predominantly through their physical touch, their bodies. Um, and those are reds, orange, magentas, and yellows. And then I see the mental colors. And those are the people that process life predominantly through their minds, their heads, they analyze data or they get the logic behind something. They, they predominantly have to think about it. And then there are the spiritual emotional colors, and those are the people that process life predominantly through their inner emotions, their inner vision, their intuition. It's more, they're more sentient or, or um, emotional, um, inner, inner senses. So um, 14 different oracles, and they fall into those categories. So... Do you want to know your colors, Temple, as an well, example? Sure. Yeah, sure. Right. And just so everybody knows, we didn't talk about this. I haven't already done them with her. I'm just, I love to learn. So I, to me, tools are beautiful and I, I love to learn. So I think it would be interesting because people can actually get with you and you can do this same process with them, can't you? They just contact you, right? All right, yeah, I do this on the phone. I, you know, I do this on my radio show. I do it in person. However, people, I've written books about it, so people can go on my website or my books and take the quiz, find out what they are, and then read all about themselves or watch the videos. So, Temple, let me just get a real strong visual of you, okay? That's how I operate. Once I tune into you, I get a visual, and then I can tell what's going on with you. So, okay. what color, what color hair and eyes do you have, both natural and if you've if you've um, altered your color of hair at all? I would have um, a blondish hair. My hair's uh, really blonde. It was natural blonde, and right. now it's uh, it's helped with hair in a box. Right. And what color eyes? Um, blue. Okay, that's what I thought. You and I have the exact same aura colors, Temple, which is why we like being on each other's shows. <laughs> you, were, <laughs> were born, you were born a blue, yellow, and have added violet, the same thing I've done. So here's the deal. Blues... Blues are one of the most spiritual of all the aura colors. Blues come from the heart. We're actually also some of the most psychic of all the people. Uh, blues are here to help people. We are typically teachers, counselors, nurses. It's all about helping people, getting in touch with our spirituality. Blues, it's um, all about relationships, helping people. So that's the blue side. And blues need to learn how to really t trust their intuition. And once you guys do it, blues come from their heart, Okay. Now, yellows, and you do have yellow temples, but, boy, do you have a lot of violet in your eyes, so I'll get to that. Yellows are the big kids at heart. They've got a sense of humor. They're playful. They need variety. Um, 
Yellows don't really want to be in a box. They don't want to have to do a typical regular job. They need more freedom. By the way, you yellows never look your age, okay? Yellows are the perennial Peter Pan. Oh, thank so, God for that. They well, call, and call us mellow yellow for a reason. We don't ever want to look our age. Thank you for sharing. That's, that's <laughs> the yellow. Well, and the funny thing is, is yellows feel like, and you have this temple, yellows feel like they haven't even gotten started yet, like there's still more things they want to do, and violets feel like I'm getting older and running out of time. But yellows need variety. So yellows need to do projects that have a lot of variety. So yellows either get into creative fields. They're writers and artists and designers. They like to do creative things. Or they get into the healing fields. You yellows are great huggers and you're natural healers. You're very intuitive with your, with your hands, your physical bodies. That's why you yellows can be around, you know, go into a, a place and go, oh, it doesn't feel good in here. I can feel the energy. Or they can walk in someplace and go, oh, yeah, it feels great in here. So yellows are more kinesthetic. Um, but yellows don't always know what they want to be when they grow up. So I'm not surprised that you went into the military with your back, you know, your upbringing. But that's not the best place for yellows because yellows want it, blues want everyone to feel loved and be spirit, you know, and connect with their souls. Yellows want everyone to be happy and to be playful because yellows ultimately, now you've got more violets, so violets get more serious. But yellows ultimately want to have fun and be playful and have a sense of humor. Yellows also get into the physical fields like their yoga instructors. Yellows love nature and animals and dogs and like they need they, it's really good for yellows to be in nature to garden something like that where you yellows typically heal when they're in nature now and yellows by the way most of us yellows need so, sun we need sunshine <laughs> and light because if we're in <laughs> darkness or gray or dreary gray or dreary too much we can get depressed now but again yellows don't always know what what to do with their lives now you've got a lot of violet and violets feel drawn to help the masses. Violets are global. Violets need to improve the quality of life for people. They need to shift the consciousness of the planet. Violets need to reach the masses, though. Where blues, it's about home and their friends and loved ones and in their church or whatever. Yellows, it's like yellows need to have some time alone just to, you know, be able to just get creative ideas or, you know, get downloaded. Violets feel pushed and pressured to, you know, inside, violets know they need to help make a difference. Violets are here to help save the planet, to help shift the consciousness. So I see violets getting drawn a lot to the media. Again, they're, they're on the radio. They're in front of cameras. They're, um, Oprah's got a lot of violet with yellow. Um, or they're writers. They're producers, directors. Violets are big souls. Um, Temple violets are older souls. Violets have been on this planet so many times before. The violets come here and go, oh, my gosh, it's so denser and people are in so much pain. So <laughs> the violets do want peace and harmony on the planet. Um, or violets get involved in teaching or psychology or ministry because they need to reach groups of people, not just one-on-one. -on -one. Or violets get involved in causes, but also politics and law. Sometimes they'll be, because violets are leaders. They need to inspire people. Where blues will rescue, violets want to inspire and educate people and help them believe in themselves. The trick with you violets, and you have this going on too, Temple, is, boy, when you guys get really focused on a vision, because violets are also very intuitive. They're very psychic. They're more visionary. They come from the third eye. They see things. But violets go, 150, they get this sense of something big, but you guys don't always know how to get there. Because it's so big, it's so needing to reach the masses that it's like, well, how do I do it? And so violets can get very scattered and multitask, and there's so many things they want to do that they can 
either go, there's 20 things I want to do or I don't know which way to go next. So you understand those times where you feel almost paralyzed, like, God, I don't know what to do next, and then you get busy helping people and doing your projects and doing things. Violet, that's a violet word, is projects. Violets need projects. They need variety, too. They have to do a lot of variety of things. So when violets are on, you guys actually channel higher information right through you. You can inspire the masses. You're great at being in front of groups. When violets are off-center, then you guys get very scattered, and then you start don't know which way to go next. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So violets are big souls, and blue yellows go, well, let's just, you know, be nice and be kind, and you're doing the best you can, and violets feel this push like, well, but, you know, I need this information to be out to the masses. I want to help them. And blue yellows go, well, but be kind about it. Don't be arrogant and be loving. And as long as you're coming from the heart, everything's fine. <laughs> so as long as all of those sides are balanced, you're awesome. But you understand that side of you that goes, God, maybe I should write another book. Maybe I should, you know, get more out in the media. And the blue goes, well, but you should be grateful for what you have. You're already helping people. For a violet, they always feel like it's never enough, like there's more they should be doing. <laughs> yeah, that that often is, is such a pull. And I, I like the, the part of, you know, um, because it is, it is a collaborative thing. It is a co-creation of us bringing you know, our, our gifts to the world. And a lot of us continue to grow all the time. And, you know, it's like this uh, guy came up to me one time at uh, the conference a number of years ago. He was a colleague and he saw my banner and my, my face is on it. And this says, oh, come here and sign up for this. And he went, you know, it's so, you know, you're so blessed that you're so comfortable doing that. And I said, um, well, that's a big assumption, and that's an incorrect statement. Nobody said I'm comfortable doing it. But when the years of your life pass by and you have a message you want to get out in the world, you have to get comfortable with it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but, you know, and that's what you're talking about is that the violet is like, oh, I'm out there and everything else, but the, the blue just wants to stay at home and not be bothered with all this stuff there sometimes. You there like, you why go. Why can't I just be happy like other people and just be happy playing golf and being a vegetarian and uh, and not thinking about the world so much? <laughs> and that's a, that's a yellow. Yellows just want to have fun and, and be out in nature and have it be simple and easy and have everybody be happy. But no, not violets. And by the way, blues and violets are both in the spiritual emotional family. So in the oh. mental family, there's different tans and green. And then in the spiritual emotional family, there's blue, violet, indigo, crystal, and lavender. <clears throat> so people can go read more about what you, each of those colors are because they're all very unique. There's some similarities with some, but um, definitely very unique. So the key is that your violet has to be happy too and feel like she's actually making a difference on the planet and helping the masses while the blue needs to be able to be at home and the yellow needs to be able to get some exercise because yellows need exercise in nature. <laughs> I love it. That is great. That is so wonderful. So in, in your book that you have on, on the website, Life Colors City, um, then you can purchase um, your book, and then it defines the colors um, more elaborately, right? Oh, right. I, I, there's very in-depth information about all of those colors. You know, again, oh, yeah, I see it right <laughs> under Aura Colors, uh, where it explains all of them and the different and the different energies and, you know, things like that. This is so great that you're willing to share this information. You I know? want people to be happy. Yes, I want people to be happy and fulfilled in this lifetime. That's my major goal, 
is for all of us to be happy and fulfilled because when we do that, we all get along. There's, you know, nobody wants to go to war. <laughs> you know, say, no, I'm happy and fulfilled. Why do I want to go wreck somebody else's home or, you know, and <laughs> beat them up? Exactly. No doubt about it. Yes. Well, there is just a lot of information on the website, lifecolorcity.com. You can um, look at the CDs, the DVDs, the MP3 files. Um, you can get tuned in to Pamela's great um, radio show. Um, I want to thank all of you for tuning in to the show today. Um, we're going to uh, talk more about when we come back um, how um, energy heals. And um, Pamela is going to give some examples of what some of the children of the world are doing now and how they're able to come in as just pure spirits and able to help us. And um, I know that's got to be rewarding and fulfilling for you to, to hear Pamela. So we'll look forward to hearing more about that when we come back after this short break. Daily Word, inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. My mind and body are in an ongoing conversation. My body responds to my thoughts, and my mind continually receives messages from my body, especially when something is out of order. However, I am more than mind and body. I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am first and foremost spirit. As I bring my spiritual awareness into the conversation between mind and body, I keep myself in balance. I know my body and its needs. I nurture it with food and water, rest and exercise. I also send an affirmation of life and renewal to every cell of my being. With spirit-centered thoughts, words, and actions, I claim my true identity as a whole and healthy expression of God mind, body, and spirit. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world.
We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And so... Welcome back, everyone, and I'm so glad that you're part of our show today, and we're talking to Pamela Olsey. She is a color expert, a psychic, um, a well-known radio host out of Santa Barbara, California. She is soon to be on the Dr. Oz show, so be sure and mark that date on your calendar. It's July the 21st. We'll all be there holding that light and that energy for you, Pamela. Talk to us about the the energy healing. Um, love to hear more about your thoughts about that. Oh, great. Well, first of all, um, I want people to know I, I just came out with my latest book called Infinite You. And the reason I came out with it is because over the 30 years of doing this work, I'm seeing the consciousness shifting. And the fact that I and thousands of other people out there are being able to do things with our consciousness that that normal science doesn't believe is possible, but quantum physics is saying is possible um, my goal is to see the consciousness expand and for people to be freer and happier. And so when they see what they can really do with energy, with consciousness, with, you know, telepathy, with the power of our, you know, our minds, it, it just really frees everybody up. So that's why I wrote the book. What I, what I did in um, Infinite You is I talk about the different abilities that we all naturally have. That includes psychic abilities, telepathy, being able to see past lives or other lives, um, talking to people on the other side, creating by using pure energy. That's one of my favorite things. I mean, I've bent spoons doing that. I've changed the weather by doing that. Talking about parallel universes, which is one of my favorite subjects. And I teach people, I show people what I've done with it, how they can do it. I give them steps on how they can do it. I share stories of how I've used it. And then I give the quantum physics behind it and also the spiritual concepts behind it. And some people are going to be drawn to some of them. Like some people are like, wait, tell me about parallel universes or how do I use energy to manifest money or improve my health? So some people are going to be good at some of these aspects and some are going to be better at others. Just like some people are really great artists and some people are really good athletes and some of us are just okay or so-so. But we all have the ability to expand this, to expand our consciousness. And the value in doing it is what I've learned by doing this, this these many years is it increases compassion, it, compres- it um, increases self-confidence and courage and love and connection and empowerment. So there's a lot of positive reasons to develop these natural abilities. So, for example, using energy, which is what you started out with, using energy to heal our own bodies or to uh, increase our abundance and wealth, to help us find jobs, to help us find love. What quantum physics is saying is that everything actually is energy. And if we would really get that, so at the base level, without getting too technical with people, but at the base level, if you look at anything solid, if you put anything solid, let's say your hand, If you put it under a microscope and you saw the skin on your hand and really did a high-powered microscope, you would see that 
everything is just um, atoms in space and a lot of space, just atoms. And then if you go deeper into the atom, you're going to see subatomic particles so, and a lot more space. And every time they go into these, what they think are solid particles, they're finding that there's nothing solid at all about any piece of matter, including who we are. And if that's the case, and it's all just energy, then we shouldn't be aging. We shouldn't be getting sick. We actually shouldn't even be dying. Now, you know, some people have a, a reason for dying. They don't want to be here. They don't want to stay in their bodies long term. But there, we have the capability of shifting our bodies, of shifting our health by using the power of our consciousness. And that's another thing that quantum physics has discovered that, I mean, if you read my book and you'll see about the double slit experiment, and again, this is very involved, but I make it really simple and easy to understand in the book how this works. But all the great physicists, um, even Einstein couldn't figure out, it's like, oh my gosh, he even made the quote, reality is an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. And, and physicists such as um, Max Planck, and uh, Heisenberg and Schrodinger, they're all saying that consciousness is what's real and that there's nothing solid about matter, that it's all about consciousness. And the reason I get excited about this is if we could really get this, because quantum physicists know this is the truth, but Temple, we're not living with this knowledge. We're not living with this power. We're still living in old consciousness that says we're these just these little... Um, biological machines and then we're born and then we grow old and then we decay and then we die and things are separate from us and we don't have any control over our lives. We don't have any say over it other than if we work really hard, but even then there's only so much we can do. Well, quantum physics is saying something radically different about reality and about who we are. And we're not living with that knowledge. And so part of my role is to get this information out there and help people understand it so we can be happier and have more freedom and create what we want. So using the power of our consciousness to heal our own bodies um, and to be able to connect, it's just, it's, it's thought. I mean, in the 30 years I've been doing this work, I have seen that 99% of all illnesses have a mental, emotional issue behind it. And it ties in even with the aura colors, which, again, energy fields. It's all energy. So, for example, yellow's weak spots are usually their back, legs, and knees. Um, and that, but emotionally, that shows me that the person either has, they're, they're on their back shooting on them, themselves, I'm not good enough, I'm bad, or they're carrying a lot of extra responsibility. Or if a person has knee or feet problems, it shows me a fear of moving forward. So the power of our thought, the power of our consciousness to either heal our bodies or to even make our bodies not well. A lot of physicists, a lot of medical doctors, a lot of people are seeing how our consciousness is responsible for even our health. Um, I don't, I'm jumping all around here, but Anita Morjani, I don't know if you know her story. She wrote Dying to Be Me. She had oh, cancer. it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Uh, please, so, yeah, please tell us because a lot of people don't know. So, well, she had cancer so badly in her body that her body, her, all her organs finally shut down. She went down to sixty-five pounds. She went into a coma. She actually had a near-death experience, and when she was on the other side, 
she discovered what, what thoughts and fears and beliefs had created the cancer in the first place. Now, I know a lot of people go, you're blaming people for getting cancer and you're, you know, you're making them feel bad. And I go, no, if we have the power of our consciousness to create the illness, we actually have the power to heal ourselves also. So my whole goal is not to blame people and make them feel bad. They already feel like they're victims and bad people. My goal right. is to show people how powerful we, re- we really are. So when Anita was on the other side, she got the awareness of what created the fears and the concerns that caused the cancer in the first place. She was given a choice to come back or to stay on the other side. She came back, and within days, within days, there was not one cancer cell in her body. So that shows the power of consciousness, how cancer is not, you know, a death sentence. And and doctors are studying this. They cannot figure out how this happened with her. I mean, it wasn't chemo, it wasn't radiation. She actually died from the cancer and from all those treatments, and she came back and was completely healed. So that shows the power of the mind. There are people like Dr. Joe Dispenza who are showing, uh, he's written a book called You Are the Placebo to show the power of our consciousness. So we're energy, we're consciousness, we're amazing souls, and we have greater abilities, gifts, whatever you want to call it, to make our lives amazing. So using energy to create money, to create love in our lives, all of that is possible with our consciousness and knowing that everything is just energy. And I'm just touching the top of what is possible for us. I love that. I love that. And I don't think you're all over the place at all. I just hear that you're very passionate about what you're doing and that, you know, we do have so much knowledge that's available to us and it, it's really time for us to start putting it to, to good use and, um, and our, our efforts. Um, you were uh, speaking when we were on break about um, telepathic experiences with children. Yes. I just had a woman on my show, um, Dr. Diane Powell. She's a psychiatrist. She practices at Harvard Medical School. She's amazing, um, you know, dynamic. She's been studying autistic children and savants. And what she's discovered over the years of doing this is the reason these children are not speaking or communicating with us, you know, verbally is because they're all telepathic. And she has scientific evidence that they're all telepathic. And what she's discovered, and the same thing I've discovered by doing the work that I'm doing, is that this is where the consciousness is headed. We are all moving into being more telepathic. And I know that scares some people. Like, I don't want people to know my thoughts. I don't, you know, I don't want them to see what I'm thinking. Well, that's no, all fear-based. Sure. We all know who we are anyway. We all are connected with each other. We've just been taught that we're separate. But right. people don't like themselves if they feel like they have something to hide. Of course, that's going to scare them. But what I've noticed with telepathy is it increases love and compassion. You get to see who somebody really is and their fears and the wounds and, you know, what their past is like. And it's not an overwhelming thing. People go, oh, my gosh, if we're telepathic, we're going to hear people's thoughts all the time and we'll go crazy and it's too much. And I go, no, 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 you have control over that. I don't right. know all the time. But the fact that we're moving into, it shows our connection, that all our souls, are, it's just one connection. We're a network of souls, of being. And you know what, Temple, in my experience, this is what our new technology is actually leading us towards, too, with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's connecting us so quickly now 
that one of the next moves in consciousness on the planet is to get telepathic. Um, exactly. and, and intuitive and psychic, it's just our natural soul abilities are emerging now so that we can all feel that connection. And, and then, of course, if we're all telepathic, we won't be able to have, you know, terrorism out there. We'll know what's going on. You know, we'll be able to stop that. But ultimately, people won't have a reason to do that because we'll start seeing that we're all connected and what we do to others is what we're doing to ourselves, which is basically the golden rule. So to me, it's very exciting. And this is showing up in medicine, in psychiatry, in, in the medical field, in, um, in psychology, in science. It's like, to me, it's a really exciting time to be alive, even though a lot of people feel like everything's falling apart. The old things are falling apart, so the new abilities, the new consciousness can emerge. So I had someone on my show once, um, Bruce Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who said, He's no longer interested in saving the caterpillar because a caterpillar, when it's starting to transform, it starts falling apart. It actually starts dying off. He said, I'm not uh-huh. interested in saving the caterpillar anymore. I'm interested in helping the butterfly emerge. Right. Oh, I love it. So that's what excites me about life right now and the times we're in right now. So if people get scared and disheartened, it's like, no, there's good stuff coming. And if you start reading or watching the things that are positive that are emerging right now, it's very exciting. If you spend your time watching the news and all, you know, they have to do death and destruction. Otherwise, I think that they don't have ratings. You know, so it's like, well, but things are actually getting better. The amount of people that are on the planet and the negative things that are actually happening are small compared to how much how much population is out there. It's actually getting less. That's why they spend their time repeating the same stories over and over and over again because we're actually getting more conscious, more aware, more loving, less conflict, less war. There are less people out there that are interested in war. So that's why even doing Facebook can topple an entire government. You know, The whole system fell apart just because of people tweeting and Facebooking and it's like, the old regime just had to escape the country because people just went, nope, we're not doing this anymore. It didn't have to be a violent overthrow. I'm amazed at what's happening on the planet. I'm getting excited about it. Well, yeah, there's so much uh, going on that um, it, it shows that, that we are awakening. And it also, I think, is why things are being highlighted even more. Don't you think? There's just an intensity. There's, uh, well, the opposite, it's like we're going through birth pangs. You know, exactly. and it's like when somebody's giving birth, those contractions don't feel very well, you know, very good. But, you right. know, and, and, the, and they get more intense as we get closer to the new baby being born. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm just grateful that you're out there in the world doing what you're doing, uh, Pamela. And so grateful. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you on, on July the 21st on Dr. Oz. But I'll be in Santa Barbara planning on to connect with you even before that. And I just want to remind everybody that you can stay in touch with Pamela at lifecolorscity.com, lifecolorscity.com. Find out more about your life. You can read more about the various products that she has in her shop cart. And you'll be as delighted as I am to have her in your circle of tools and connection. Pamela, thanks so much for everything that you're doing, not only for the world, the globe, but for all of us that are out in the field. We greatly appreciate you, and thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for inviting me, Temple. I appreciate what you're doing, too. Uh, 
double blessings, double blessings. And thanks to all of you that are playing a part and continuing to make this show so successful by sharing it with your friends and family and people throughout the world. Really appreciate you. Look forward to having you on the air listening to The Intentional Spirit next week. Bless you, everyone. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. We know that God is the source of our prosperity, but how do we manifest it in our lives? We simply change our limiting patterns around money, relationships, and health. Then, naturally, our vitality goes up, and so does our cash flow. We start to live with purpose, sharing our unique ability. Join us on Prosperity Power Hour every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time to claim your divine inheritance. Prosperity for all, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment from Reverend Joan Catuso and Unity Magazine is brought to you by Unity. Do you think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? 
Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm. 